0: Uh, so, tell me, Mike Solomon, what do you do?
1: Ah, uh, wow, well, that's a loaded question. Uh, I am a dancing monkey on the internet that makes all sorts of content from music to poetry to podcasting to Twitch gaming. Uh, absolute variety show over here.
0: And I appreciate that about you. Welcome to Tell Me. I like your brain. you like me. Welcome to Tell Me, a uh, show where I, Piper Jones, get to talk to some of my cool and creative friends and just let them be passionate about the things they're passionate about because I think that it's really neat that I get to be friends with so many cool artists. And uh, I'm counting you among those artists, Mike Solomon, uh, whether or not you like it because you're a real cool dude. Fight me about it.
1: I will. At the local park, 3 o'clock.
0: Uh, be me there. Uh, do not bring Mothman. <laughs> he will not save you. Uh, <laughs> so Mike, uh, we became mutuals on TikTok quite some time ago. I don't even remember how that happened, but something about your content just really like gets my goat. Or Goatman, or Jersey Devil, or whatever the fuck. Uh, um,
1: any of the cryptids, really.
0: Any of the cryptids. Well, because that was a niche of yours for a while. You've occupied many very hyper-specific micro-niches over on your TikTok, I feel like.
1: Yeah, uh, so it, it comes with the territory <laughs> of uh, throwing a bunch of pasta at the wall and hoping at least one noodle sticks and well, I, I've gotten a few noodles to stick, and then, they, and then I stay stagnant in my swamp water of a, like, platform <laughs> level. It, it like, like, like the TikTok alligator just waiting to chomp onto something good, and it hasn't happened yet.
0: <laughs> see, I, I feel you, though. I've, I'm definitely of that, like, ah, we will create content and see what content the content enjoys being. And, and I feel like we're kindred spirits in that way, but uh, your content has definitely stuck in my noodle, lol. Uh, <laughs> it's, this is pasta analogies. See, you said swamp and I thought you were gonna talk about like your swamp of starchy pasta water.
1: That's pretty much what it is. That's what it feels yeah. like. It's just carbohydrates and shame. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh no! That just explains a typical Wednesday night for me. Uh, <laughs> carbohydrates and shame. But uh yeah, the 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 nature of the beast of uh, being creators on, in an online sphere. Um uh, just kind of making what we want to make and I feel like that's what both of us are very good at. And
1: yeah. Yeah, um, I very well done a very well job uh, of of just making what I want and not what the algorithm wants for better yeah. or for worse.
0: <laughs> I feel like uh <laughs> We are also very well at making words, which is, no, yeah. we're
1: not. Yeah, right. we're pros.
0: We're, we're, we're pro podcasters, allegedly. Uh, neither of us can seem to form a coherent sentence on this fine Sunday evening, the day after New Year's, uh, just to date when we're recording this. Yeah, this probably I'm, won't drop for a minute, but like,
1: who? I'm sure the sure year no We just knows. survived, huh? Absolutely. It, it's 2021, it getting its dying salvos off, taking Betty White from us. I have been absolutely shattered by this reality.
0: I'm saying, I mean, she, she lived a good long, good long, but whew, whew, I, I'm just uh, excited to see what the new year brings. It's weird because like something about the idea of like new year, new me, new starts, new whatever. Like, here I am launching new podcasts and all that. And just, I know it's just a date on the calendar. We've simply completed another lap around the sun, but it feels like a good opportunity to get into the new and like I, drop I, kick me Jesus through the goalposts of life. <laughs> I, I need, uh, some sort of creative energy seems to come with the, the new year, and you know so. what?
1: There's there's nothing wrong with that either. It's uh, although I've never been one to subscribe to the idea of you know the whole new year, new me or resolutions. No. But uh, anything that you know gets your motor running. You know what I'm saying? Like if if mm-hmm. if if it's as simple as you know the lap around the sun, as you said, that gets you to uh make things or do things or you know make progress, then heck, yeah, man,
0: yeah, let's get it, let's get into it um, but start speaking of starting new things and working with what you got, uh you do a lot of tiktok you do your uh something to pot about here on the common community network. hi, uh, <laughs> just a complete tangent. My sister, Tashale is uh, one of the, the co-hosts with me on my new uh, show, my other new show, Sib Squad, and did not know the name of the network until Jordan said Piper's Beautiful Come Network. And I just want you to know that this is the legacy that you have helped create. I, I, I'm at least counting you partially
1: responsible for this. I have no reason to be, I'll, I will take it. If I'm ever to be credited for something that I had no part in doing, let this be the one. Let the well, I, cum network was... go on my tombstone.
0: <laughs> oh, it's going to go all over your tombstone. Oh, what a uh,
1: mess.
0: <laughs> <just> <laughs> I don't remember if it was you or Anna or DJ who first pointed that out, but I hate whoever it was. Yeah,
1: it, it was not me. I wish it was.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I'm blaming you anyway.
1: I'll take it. I will be the scapegoat.
0: But you've got uh, eleven point six thousand, it's 11,600 followers over on your TikTok right now. and I'm trying to find your Twitch numbers and cannot can what what have you got for a platform over there?
1: Uh it's only like 140 or so followers. Uh, I mean followers. still that's,
0: that's better than I the get, 5 I have.
1: Uh listen, I've said since day 1, uh the moment TikTok finally, you know, gets their stuff together and gets a uh an, a plug-in that lets you run your twitch streams on their live service Mm -hmm. which they were working on apparently but didn't work out because they were uh they they broke copyleft laws from what i've read into it because they weren't having their stuff open source and they were piggybacking off of obs it's a long technical story but anyway Mm -hmm. once they get that figured out i actually think i'll go places (laughs)
0: No, a hundred percent. I love just tuning in on your streams. Like I don't understand any of the games you play. Like anytime I clock in and you're clock in, <laughs> it's a job to watch it, it you is. fight it, these monsters and dark souls, my guy. But yeah, I no idea what game you're playing. Don't know how it's done, but boy, howdy, do I have a fun time hanging out?
1: So I'm an expert at talking trash at a uh, inanimate object that can't talk trash back. Uh, although everywhere else you see me being like, ah, yes, you know, guys, gals, non-binary pals, eat good food, drink plenty of water, check on your friends, love your pets. But then on yeah. the game, I'm just like, I'm the CEO of Dark Souls.
0: <laughs> oh, so you, so you're trying to be the equivalent of Markiplier's Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, so there it's, go. it's yeah, like being d- the king yeah. of FNAF. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hundred yeah, <laughs> percent. Um, Jesus Christ. There's, yeah, so that's. Wow, I have an entire list of questions, and my brain's just like, no, fuck it, we're just having a conversation. Forget the questions. How do you go about deciding what games you're playing over on your Twitch?
1: Oh, it's literally a crapshoot. Uh, there's a few games that uh, people have, uh, friends of mine, have been like, hey, you need to play this. You're gonna love it. It's uh, emotionally driven, and uh, it's a fun RPG. That was Omori, by the way. It's a fantastic hmm. game, but it'll mess with you, because it, it, it deals with handling trauma and Ooh. all the all the characters are kind of representative of emotional traits in a interesting. way interesting it's yeah it's um it's bad and that that oh, when they killed my boy basil that's a spoiler i'm sorry i can't help it but that's it's a big fun. it's a big meme uh for a while over on my uh twitch because there's a part where you just go through this over and over and over again multiple settings and each time my sweet baby boy Basil just gets got every time and I like literally <laughs> am getting upset and people are playing the um the coffin dance meme song because I have no. that on, on my list. And they just keep doing it over and over again. It was really I, funny, but it it was a good joke, a great joke even.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna need you to not anyways.
1: Yeah. Um uh, yeah, uh, I, I kinda just whatever sounds fun. Uh, I mean, yeah. one of my biggest view numbers up until recently, actually, was playing "I Love You, Colonel Sanders," a finger-looking good dating sim, and like
0: <laughs> I love that dating sim. It's this just is like, why we're friends.
1: Yeah, it I, like I, anything that seems fun. I like to do voices, so if if it's like a yeah. a very story-driven game with like no character recordings, I'm all in. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I love a good story g- or driven game like at all. That's uh, I'm. Especially that that sort of butterfly effect idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, am the the babyest of baby gamers. Like I've played The Sims, I've played a shit ton of Minecraft, but the only like actual game games. I, I feel like I shouldn't like shit on them for not being like real quality games. The Sims and Minecraft are great games. Enjoy what you enjoy. I'm not kink shaming anyone, but
1: don't be yucking I've played, any gamer yums out here.
0: I'm yucking all of the gamer yums. Have you seen some of the shit that's out there? <laughs> no. Uh, God, so, the only games I've played on my Twitch, um, is the, almost the entirety of Telltale's The Walking Dead, and it's because that, like, that every choice you make steers the story in a different direction. I love that shit. I eat that shit up. Um, that and, like, the more open-worldiness of Assassin's Creed Odyssey really just, it's choice. But, uh, I've been told that I need to play, uh, Life is Strange, and, uh... I didn't play this one on a stream, but Heavy Rain was a fucking golden game.
1: Heavy Rain is... I like it. Uh, if if you dabble in the gaming spheres enough, uh, the company itself and the creators, not great. Yeah. But the game itself, if we're separating uh, art from the artist, uh, pretty pretty solid game. I liked Heavy Rain. Yeah. I also well, liked Indigo Prophecy, which is same vein, uh, made by the same people. So...
0: Interesting. I'll have to look into that one. Uh, Jordy tried to get me into Beyond Two Souls, but there was something about the uh, asynchronicity of the mm-hmm. storyline on that one that was a little...
1: Yeah, I've neat. never played that one. I do actually myself need to play Life is Strange. That's one that's lined up to eventually be played on stream, yeah. but uh, it's one of those ones where a lot of people in my chat suggested it, and I'm like, well, I can't play it without you guys now, so...
0: Yeah, well, it's uh, one of those where I've been meaning to play it, too. I played the first episode, but it was four or five years ago now, and then I never got back into it, so if if you want to run tandem streams on that and see how our stories end up different, that would be fun.
1: That would be a lot of fun. We'll have to see if we can work that out.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Goodness. Hi. I I just get very excited to talk to you because anytime I've guested on something to pot about, I feel like we also go very off the rails and tangential just because of the way our brains work.
1: The fact that we managed to hit a record button within the first, like, 10 to 15 minutes of being on this call is shocking to me. (laughs) So
0: (laughs) You're welcome. What are some like things that you've posted to TikTok that you didn't expect to go viral but did?
1: I mean... The main one, which is the reason I have as many views as I do, uh, which was when they were doing Storm Area Fifty One, and I there was a Facebook page for it, and they had the plan there, uh, and all I did was throw on a um, like a drill sergeant sounding voice, and people ate that shit up for some reason, and it. But in most of the comments were people finding it the funniest shit in the world or telling me that I have jaundice because my bathroom light was, like, very yellow. So <laughs> I looked like, like... They're like, you look like the emoji guy. And I was just like, wow, thank you. Thank you, kid.
0: Congrats, congrats uh, on your jaundice, my guy.
1: And now I will take 1d6 of psychic damage.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you chalk it down. Mark experience.
1: Um, yeah, but... But, yeah, no, um... The... Yeah, the Area 51 meme popping off, like, all, all because, like, I decided to talk like this! Talk like a general! And some reason, that that did it. That's all you needed was that little bit of character.
0: Just gonna get their goat. I don't know. Man.
1: Yeah. Also had a, a nice little run. I didn't think it would get... It didn't, like, go anything, like, viral or anything like that. It only got a few hundred likes. But uh, I did some stuff talking about cryptids from every state. And that was just a me thing. I really like cryptozoology. Uh, I've looked into actually, you can get a degree in that. And I've thought about it.
0: (laughs) That's so interesting. I think that was one of the first like series of yours that I remember seeing. I don't remember what video you posted that got my follow. And now I'm like, was it just your energy, your vibe? How did you get here? (laughs) I don't
1: know why, but like, I feel like we've, we became mutuals through other sources uh, for a while there, I was part of um, the uh, the Online Creators Association group. Yeah, uh, I thought I
0: knew. I thought I was following you before Toka, though. I'm not. Yeah, I'm sure. also in there.
1: Yeah, I it think- might
0: have been. You know what? It might have been at Odia's recommendation because Chris had an entire like these are people that I enjoy that you should go follow if you enjoy my content because they're similar vain people. So you might be Odia's fault.
1: <laughs> what a what a human being. What I'll an entity.
0: <laughs> this is me uh, raising a glass to uh, Chris Adia, who originally was going to be the host of, of Tell Me, and I, I hope they're doing well and figuring out the balance in their life. I hope so,
1: too. I, I haven't seen their TikToks lately. They haven't popped up on my page. I need to go hunt them no. down.
0: Well, I don't know that they've been posting a, a terrible lot, but... One of the things I really appreciate about you as a creator and your content in general is that you seem very intentional about wanting to connect with the people who are engaging with your content, whether that's in your comments or on your uh, Twitch. Like, you've got your little Discord community family, and I think that's really cool. What's uh, your approach to that? Like, how do you use your platform to build community?
1: Well, I I don't know. I don't think I've built... Anything. If anything, I am the Minecraft sandbox that other people get to hang out and build their own little play place in. Uh, That's fair. I've I've just always so I I'm believe it or not I'm a very um, uh, reserved person most of the time. I'm very <laughs> by myself and I don't like talking to people a lot. I I'm I'm very anxious. But when the camera is on or a microphone is on, I'm a completely different person. And sometimes all you have is uh, that video that you watched, you know, on your break at work or all you've really got going for you that day is the few minutes of time, 15 minutes of time you had to pop into a Twitch stream and check somebody out. So my goal Mm -hmm. is always to just have a place where people can come and just keep being the rad people that they are and I I'm glad people have enjoyed it I, I a lot of people tell me I'm I'm I come across as very genuine which is good because yeah. I'm I am just me but uh yeah as as for actually building I I, uh, I I wish I had a proper answer for that but I don't I've never thought about it it's no, it's just yeah. kind of everybody if you if you follow me on there and you interact with my stuff like you're my friend now. That's just how it works. We're having soft yeah. tacos later. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Catbug. Uh, I I feel like that. That's again another way that we're kind of kindred spirits. Or like we share one brain cell, as I often joke. Uh, <laughs> but the idea that like just by being the the warm and caring person that you are, like I I know that our friendship has been very limited to kind of the online digital space. But I can still see that you are just a genuine genuinely caring person. And like, I don't know, I, I feel like, again, we're the same hat in that yeah. category, where it's like, we, we just want good things for people and we'll just want to be a, not a good influence, but like a, a good place for someone to land, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, like I, I want when people check out my content or, you know, anything I'm, uh, I'm working on, I just want people to be like, ah, you know what? Uh, Solomon he's he's an alright guy. He's chill. I like his energy. Yeah. And that's all I want in this world is just people to be like, yeah, he's cool. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. I can't I can count on one hand the number of enemies I've made in my life. I can count on one <laughs> hand the amount of times I've been actually angry in my life. Like I I I don't do anger. It's just not an emotion I have. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I'm very chill. That is that is a good word to use.
0: On, on that vibe of being just kind of uh, warm and genuine. You've also just been a very supportive person in terms of, like, the the not TikTok stuff that I've been wanting to do. Like, you were one of the first people I connected with about starting this podcast network, and, like, we, we've also connected very deeply about, like, music and your spoken word stuff that you do. And I just think that's so fucking cool. Like, uh, the other day, uh, I would have to go back and find the date stamp on it. I'll probably, like, link it in the show notes if I can find it. But, uh... You did like someone posted a beat and you did an open verse on it that just was like, ah, give give me more of that, Mike Solomon. I want that Mike Solomon. So did you? Yeah, go ahead.
1: Uh, <laughs> so it, it goes back to starting with where uh, I've made music. None of it's professional. It's all by an amateur in his bedroom. But I no. technically have an EP that exists. I won't tell anyone where to find it, but it exists. <laughs> I'm and, not going to go dig it up um, and
0: embarrass you with it either. So, but,
1: um, There's a couple songs on there that I genuinely like, but I, I never knew exactly where I wanted to be. But one thing I've always really loved is I love hip hop and rap music. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what is rap at its core, but poetry over a beat. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, So there's this artist that I really like, and he's bigger now than he was whenever I actually listened to his stuff, uh, but his name is Watsky. And uh, Watsky is fantastic. (laughs) There's this little
0: artist, his name is Watsky.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, but Watsky uh, has been known, quoted to say that the reason he started doing rap music was so he could trick people in the door to listening to his spoken word poetry. Mm -hmm. And that's that's rung a bell with me like deep in my very being because I I'm not going to claim I I, I'm very it's not humble to say you're humble but I'm very I don't hype my stuff up ever I I don't I don't want the attention if people like what they like that's cool but I I don't I'm just making it to get it out of me and Mm -hmm. poetry has always been that and Before, you know, the end of the world started uh, back in uh, March 2020, whenever I was also at the same time doing 40 pizzas 30 days, I was going to eat 40 whole pizzas because Father Jonathan is a coward. (laughs) And uh, so...
0: Guys, okay, if if you haven't already, this is your plug to go listen to early Something to Pod About. I know that Mike would tell you not to, but that shit... Is so fucking funny. I'm sorry. I when I first started listening to your podcast, the the Rianu Kives shit, the Konky <laughs> Dong shit, like no, that was how I knew we were gonna be friends. Was that? It's I love me a good spoonerism. Yeah,
1: but- it, it, we were having uh, having a lot of fun with that, and I've thought about bringing it back. Um, but I I just haven't dropped it on on Zeke yet.
0: No, you have the full support of the management to do that.
1: So good, good to know. Um, but yeah, no. Back in uh back in March 2020, I was working on possibly self publishing a poetry book, and I I still would like to do that. I have a lot of uh poems typed up. However, my poetry is better as spoken word. Mm, which means hard. which means now I just want to do an audiobook version of it and I mean I do need to make bonus content for the network so
0: anything is possible <laughs> <laughs> no uh see. And again, it, having lofty dreams and no way to achieve them, I'm pretty sure is a Cards Against Humanity card, but it's also, like, my life motto.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, understandable.
0: Like, uh the, the idea of, like, common unity becoming something more than just podcasting and having it be short films and publishing for books and, like, uh, music label thing. Like, if I had the faintest idea on how to achieve any of that, Dude, she, you can bet your ass that I would be the first in line to be like, you You want to put out a, a spoken word record? You, you, you want to put out a, a, a book of your poetry? Hey, bud. Hey, bud. <laughs> hey, bud.
1: Yes. Yeah, uh, so, somebody recently, I posted a spoken word bit. And it's funny because all of my stuff... If you ever see um, me post a like, a like a rap verse or um, is it some sort of poetry, it's all written within like 20 minutes uh, before I hit record. Like I just quickly get it all out of my noodle and just just go.
0: It's just so cool to see your brain work in real time, though, like knowing that it only takes you that long to spit something out is something I really admire. Because I feel like when it comes to writing in general, but specifically like songwriting, I will have like a line and that's it. And then every once in a while I'll hit that, that kind of stride where it's just like, here's the entire song falling out of your head. And I'm like, how, what is anyone's process look like? You know, I, I wonder like,
1: I've always wanted to be a fly on the wall uh, for someone that like makes better music than I could. <laughs> right. Um, like it, it, it. this is not a, this is a gen, like a genuine uh, emotion would love to see joseph's uh, process for some of his music because okay. it's he he like I, i'm not gonna pretend like I I, I I and i'm worried he's gonna hear this huge fan uh i've popped into his lives and he said nice things about me
0: well because he's a fantastic nice dude he, he,
1: he's absolutely but he's big time anybody that's got more followers than me big i'm afraid time. of i'm afraid of you
0: no, no, you, you, There's no reason to be intimidated by Joseph DuBay. Again, he was one of my first mutuals, and he's gonna be on the show shortly after you hear. we we've been talking about scheduling it today, uh, but the, God, the way that Manton's brain works. Uh, every once in a while in his lives, he'll do something called a song lib, and he's been doing it less lately. But like, he'll just ask the chat, like, I need five random words, and then he'll spit out a, a little song based on those five words, and I'm just like. How, how, how
1: musical improv is something that I've always wanted to do. And it recently has been brought to my attention more and more because, uh, there's, it's not like going around viral or anything, but, uh, I get a lot of stuff like from, um, uh, dimension 20 and stuff like that. Mm. And through those, like the dropout network, there's a show called, uh, game changers. Yep. And they did one uh it was an improv musical number for for Mountport. Uh welcome yeah. to Mountport. And it was so good. I absolutely loved it and I how uh, could
0: that be. <laughs> uh, there's again, I I I have taken improv classes in the past and this Jealous. is something I discussed with uh Chris King. Well, up here in Minneapolis there's a little theater that does it. Um I haven't been down since before the pandemic. I think the last class I took was in 2017. So Hi, that's commitment to your craft. Uh, <laughs> but it just makes me think, like, there's something about being able to th- take that ADHD, like, scatterbrain-ness and, like, be able to pull from it for to to make art, for to make art. For um, to make art. <laughs> for to make art. Uh, I'm going to put that on a t-shirt, just for to make art.
1: <laughs> I really enjoy that. I would buy that shirt. <laughs> okay,
0: good. It's going to be terrible. Oh, that's another thing I wanted to ask you about. How the fuck do you manage your time to be able to do the things you do and also have to hold down a bread and butter job? I feel like that's the bane of being a creative brain in the current uh, post-capitalist hellscape we live in.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I um, luckily I'm in a very, very privileged position right now. So the job I've worked at, I, I managed to keep it through the pandemic, although there was a good seven months that we didn't have work. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I you know, didn't have a job then, but brought me back as soon as uh, some buildings opened up. And he really likes the work that I do and also the work of my coworker and is paying us full eight hour shifts uh, Monday through Friday, even though we all were asked to do is clean the buildings we're asked to clean on certain days and then go mm-hmm. home. So I get paid an eight hour day and my day usually starts at 6 p.m. And I will work until 9 or 10, depending on the day. And I still get an eight hour paycheck for that day. So uh, luckily, work doesn't interfere too, too much with my uh, my creative schedule. Uh, The hardest part is actually just forcing myself to stick to it. Because yeah. there's so many on because I, I stream uh, Shameless Plug uh, over on Twitch 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern uh, on every Tuesday and Thursday currently, because that's my shortest work days. And I will wake up at noon and lay in bed and stare at the ceiling and just be like, or and hear me out on this. I could not. <laughs>
0: right. Right.
1: And Uh, it's a struggle. I actually, true story, up until the moment you called for this call to take place, I was laying in bed just staring at the ceiling, just not today.
0: Ooh, the executive dysfunction hits hard. Um, But as long as we're kind of loosely talking about the topic of money, uh, I'm going to kick us to an ad break. But after this little mid-reel bit, uh, we will be back to talk more about, like, the mental health implications on being a creative human being. Ooh, spooky.
1: Okay.
0: Hey, hi, hello. Uh, Editing room, Pip here with a couple... Quick little announcements for you. If this is your first time listening to any shows here on Common Unity, I would like to say thank you for checking this one out. Uh it's always an absolute delight to get to make cool things with my friends. And I hope that you've been enjoying this episode so far. This show falls kind of at the end of the weekend lineup of shows that Common Unity releases over on the network. If you tune in on Fridays, you can hear my buddies Anna and Gabe suffer through All all types of audio crimes, Uh, they find the worst content of the internet and kind of filter it through them so that you don't have to look at it directly, you know, like the Ark of the Covenant, Indiana Jones, that sort of thing. If you want to check that out, new episodes air every Friday. Uh, New to the network alongside Tell Me is uh, Sib Squad, a show that I am recording with my sisters Tashale and Jordan. Uh, That'll be dropping every Saturday, and you'll get to hear us share all sorts of stories from growing up together in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, Minnesota. Despite our shared upbringing, we all have grown to be very different people, and I really like picking their brains about their different perspectives on things. So, if that sounds like it'll float your boat, that's every Saturday. On the weeks we're not dropping new episodes of Tell Me Here, you can listen to my friends Mike and Zeke over on Something to Pod About, where they talk about all sorts of pop culture things. Lately, it's been a lot of just NFT jokes. Uh, it's it's a real time, so once again, that's Bad, A Show of Cursed Concepts, every Friday, Sib Squad, with me, Tashale, and Jordan, every Saturday, and then on Sundays, you'll either find a new episode of Tell Me, or a new episode of Something to Pot About. This network is just kind of a continuation of the heart behind this podcast. Uh, I count myself very lucky to have made friends with such cool and creative people, and I just like supporting the things that they like to create. If you want to join me in playing Glucose Guardian, what's the gender neutral of Sugar Daddy? I don't know. That's the closest I've got. I hope you'll consider uh, supporting the network Patreon. That's patreon.com slash commonunitymedia, where for as little as $5 a month, you can get access to the network Discord, where you can hang out with me, Anna, And other creators here on the network you'll get access to bonus episodes like a little bit of the recording from the break we took we're also working on getting new designs up for the common unity merch store which is going to launch very very soon uh so if you support the patreon uh you can get discounts on all sorts of like stickers and t-shirts and whatever we end up cranking out over there i want to once again thank you for taking the time to listen to this mid reel and the episode as a whole I'm just going to sprinkle some uh, teaser content of the other shows in here before we get back into the action.
1: No legitimate, rational person would take us seriously. <laughs> Let the viewer base know that we're degenerates. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome
0: to something to about. Every Saturday you're on community Media, you'll find me, Piper Jones, bullying my sisters Tashale and Jordan into hanging out with me for an hour and sharing our different perspectives on all sorts of different topics and stories from growing up together out in the middle of nowhere here in Minnesota. I will put a big fat disclaimer on, like, this entire show. Whatever stories we may tell, we are cringe, but we are free, okay? Like, we know <laughs> where we've been. We know where we came from, and we know who it has shaped us to be. Whatever we're recording, I'm good with you using. I don't I don't mind at all. Meanwhile, only make me look as good as you possibly can. <laughs> Welcome to the Sip Squad. You're an honorary sip. We love you. We love you. A creative being, uh, we were talking a little bit about, um, uh, mental health and, like, executive dysfunction for the break do you find that, uh your creative outlets be it Twitch or music or spoken word or whatever, are more of a, uh Event for for whatever you might be dealing with, whether that's depression or anxiety, or uh, again, I'm not I'm not going to psychologically diagnose you with anything, but I feel like we've got like similar bad brain. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. So I mean, I don't have any medical diagnosis, but going through what I've gone through in life and knowing what I know about, um, you know, I, I'm not candid about it. My uh, my father cashed out his chips when I was very young, uh, and you know, I'm sure if. If somebody has gone to that length, it's probably a bit genetic. Like, like mm-hmm. I'm probably predisposed to that. Um, yeah. But, uh, no, when it comes to making content, I feel it depends on which content I am making at the time. When I am doing the Twitch stuff and I'm playing video games and I'm joking with chat, that's more of a distraction. It's pull myself out of whatever is going on in my real life uh, and, yeah. and 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 get away. But when I'm doing spoken word, that's, that's therapy. That's, that's just pouring out the emotions that I'm feeling uh, at the given time. Hence why most of my poetry, like, I don't have any, like, not sad stuff. It's, it's all some form of trauma. And I I mean, trust me, if I could write a happy love song for people, I would in a heartbeat. I just... It's not something I'm familiar with for the most part.
0: (laughs) No, uh, well, I feel that like we've talked about this off mic before when we've uh, been discussing music and whatever. But uh, for me as well, like when I'm writing music, it's very much like I am processing trauma that I have not previously dealt with. And uh, I I feel like we can relate in that way. But at the same time, it's like. Lately, there's been kind of a, a change in my process, and uh, I, I've also mentioned to you that uh, that idea of, like, wanting to make something that's a little more poppy and a little more sunshine and peace signs, but at the same time, like, we were both very profoundly affected by Bo Burnham's inside because I feel like yeah. we relate to a lot of that struggle of, like, we, we want to be, hey, look, I made you some content, and, like, being able to put ourselves out there f- for maybe just the sake of having attention on ourselves, or maybe just like as a distraction, like you said, it's very much a little bit of escapism when it comes to doing that, like in the moment, TikTok, Twitch, for the likes, for the the, the serotonin that comes with the clicks, you know, that th- exchanging the neurochemical of our children for profit. <laughs> no you know. way. No, that that entire just special absolutely rocked my shit, and I know you were in a
1: similar hole yep. for a minute. Oh, I, I I I had an ugly cry watching that. It was it was rough. My first time going through it, I was just like Let's
0: pause and just
1: uh, yeah. dissociate
0: yeah. for a little
1: bit. <laughs> there, there. That's exactly what happened. Like I had I had to kind of separate myself from from the moment for a bit there, and was like, all right, I got to get up and like get a drink of water and like the intermission was needed.
0: <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. Well, and who, who, uh, not to make this into a, but inside review podcast, but like the, uh the moment where he's just like, I am not well, just little, little too hard. My guy like, yep. Hey, Hey,
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, Bo Burnham always has been kind of that sort of thing for me in general. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and again, I think it's because like I I don't want to pretend I'm in in any sort of similar boat to Bo Burnham. But uh, a lot of his stuff, like, yeah, he writes a lot of funny, catchy songs. And you know what else he does? He throws in Art is Dead into a, a, a special. And that one, like, actually, that is my personal favorite Bo Burnham song is art is dead. I really love the message of that one. It's (laughs) heavy. Uh, But
0: like the bit where I've seen that is like, he's performing it to an audience of like other comedians and they're like trying to find the laughs in it. And I'm like, no guys, this is a direct criticism of you and your shit.
1: So that is my um, favorite version of it. Just because it's just, it's just putting the, the bold truth right in front of them, and mm-hmm. it's not registering. Like, you could tell they're just, like, not getting the point of...
0: This kid is coming for their knees, and it's just going completely over their heads.
1: Yeah, it, it's... yeah. Um, man. a
0: lie, nothing is real. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, uh, I also very much enjoy Bo Burnham's, uh breaking of the fourth wall in, in mm-hmm. ways throughout all of his stuff that he's ever done, but... I could wax poetically about Bo Burnham for a long time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that shouldn't be the bonus content. If you want to talk about that later, Jesus. Um, gosh, the, the, I feel like the idea of uh, artists being people who struggle with mental health is not a new one. Like we've been new this, like flip all the way back to Van Gogh, but
1: so I feel we're in a very unique age right now. Um, for better or for worse, we're in an age where anybody can do what we do. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. uh, doing doing a podcast isn't that hard. It, no, I mean, just it set can be. Mic, make sure
0: you're not peeking, Like Yeah,
1: yeah. Check your levels, hit record, say things into a microphone. You can find an audience anywhere nowadays. TikTok, mm-hmm. same way. Like back. I remember when I first started and I was like, I'm going to be big on YouTube I have no connections. I have no way to push my content out there. Uh, if I try to just shill it and shove it down people's throats, it'll sound overbearing and fake. Uh, but you wear a black t-shirt and have a slightly yellow light and, um, talk in a sergeant voice on tiktok and suddenly you've got seventy thousand likes on a video you had to shut your phone off that day for something you posted that was silly and stupid
0: (laughs) a couple peeps in the microwave and suddenly have 2.5 million likes for some fucking reason
1: exactly um but so now we're in an age where Everyone can make content. Anyone can be mm-hmm. a creator. Yes, you listening at home. You too could be a content creator just like us. Uh, just a, a,
0: a, illustrious
1: <laughs> careers and exactly. the creation
0: of bullshit.
1: Yeah, uh, but because of that, I feel a lot more people are th- that are getting that you know fame, if you will, are more people and less a character. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look at uh, early, uh, a perfect example, early Jacksepticeye. I love mm-hmm. Jacksepticeye. He's one of my favorite YouTubers, hands down. Him, Markiplier, love that stuff. And but, he
0: makes but, a hell of a good uh, batch of
1: coffee. I still need to try it. I, I got uh, to try Dodgers coffee, which but, made my day. But Again,
0: if you didn't live in fucking Pennsylvania, I would have you over for coffee right now. I but, know, right? Uh, um,
1: but... Anyway, uh, early Jacksepticeye was, you know, the very loud, top of the morning yelling stuff. And over time, he became less that and more just Sean. He's just a a dude that that means well and is just there and having fun and working through what he's working through. Um, People now are becoming that's that's more favorable than. The mask they don't want no, it, it used to be yeah. put the put the mask on do the dance and now it's more about the person behind what's going on people are yeah. invested in the people and uh, that for better or worse that's a good thing always keep you know some cards close to the chest The world doesn't need to know everything about you but it, it's nice I feel this is where I now actually do have a chance at possibly going on and making bigger stuff because I I'm an open book, like <laughs> I I, yeah. I don't I don't hold any secrets. Uh, any mistakes I've made in my life, I will boldly tell you to your face that I fucked up and I'll own that because eh, if if the story of my life was written perfectly, it wouldn't be an interesting read. So,
0: ooh, that's a hell of a way to put that. <laughs> that that's gonna be the the excerpt for for the, the promo for this clip. Jesus, um. God, no, but that's so funny that you say that because that's almost the exact sentiment that Shale was posing on uh, the Sib the Squad that we recorded today. Just the idea that, like, e- even if people are personalities out on the interwebs, right, mm-hmm. uh, consider, like, Jenna Marbles having to step back because of something she said ten years ago and that she was still getting heat for, even though she has grown so much as a creator and now she's been off the platform for a year and a half. Mm. But, like, the idea that, like, peoples is peoples, to quote uh, Muppets Take Manhattan. The the idea that, like, yeah, people are going to mess up and people are, like, prone to make mistakes. Like, there's not any single person in the world who has done a perfect speed run, you know? Like we're there's there's beefs and that's part of like being human. And that's not something that we should be faulted for, but rather like something that makes our story more relatable, right? Something yeah. that makes us human. And gosh, I I feel like there's been that gear shift like you said from product to personhood.
1: Mhm.
0: Yeah, and it's it's been such a cool change to what change to witness, especially like You're not a persona anymore. You are a person. And I I love that.
1: Yeah. I mean, it still has its quirks because um, especially in coming with that, being able to be yourself and just make what you want to make, which has become easier for people to do. You also Mm -hmm. have the fact that media is so quickly consumed and thus people want you to make the thing that they like. And they feel their voice should matter more than anybody else on the on the platform. It it shouldn't matter. Make yeah. the content for them, and then you get people like yelling at you to be like, "Oh, you should be doing that again." Or you end up in um, uh, I can't I, I can't think of the girl's name, and now it's gonna bother me. But um, there was a, a song that I really like uh on um TikTok that's like. Uh, tonight, I'm gonna give you all my love in the backseat. Bubble? Uh, pop, yeah, no, now that Trick. Sing
0: that. I'm like, who, who sings that? Oh my God.
1: I don't know who sings it, but uh, somebody did a dance to it. And for months, that's all they got was just do the dance again. Couldn't make any other content. Just do the dance no, again. And I.
0: That's the frustrating uh, thing to me. I'm like, you, you try to find, like, sure, you, you want to be able to recreate the things that make you pop off. Like, for you, the Area 51. For me, the peeps jousting, or whatever. But sometimes, it's just lightning in a bottle, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, there are things that work, and there are things that people will know you for, for your content, whatever. But you can't let that define you, because then, again, that's just a surefire path to burnout. If you're trying to replicate something that's irreplicable, especially... In the cogs of whatever the fuck the algorithm is doing on any given day. Because I feel like it changes every three hours, honestly. Oh,
1: absolutely. Especially because I posted a couple videos that I were like, oh, these ones are all right. And then uh, the one I posted uh, got one view over four hours. And I re-uploaded it. And I think it's sitting at like 17 total views. It wasn't anything impressive. Uh, Some girl was like, oh, so you like Hamilton, huh? sing the verse and like hold yeah, yeah, up a square yeah, bottle yeah, and it was uh, I'm in the
0: cabinet, I am complicit in watching them grabbing a power and, and kissing at Hamilton or er, Washington ain't gonna listen to Discipline Dissidence this is the difference, this thing is out oh! oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah no, th- that it's, yeah it's, you were saying something on that, oh, sorry yeah, Look, yeah. Just
1: no, that's Hamilton fine. on Maine. <laughs> <laughs> um, no uh, so I, I posted that and I was like, oh man like that's not an easy verse and people like when I do my other um like, rap and poetry and stuff, so this will probably get some views and likes. Didn't go anywhere. Uh, Before recording, uh, somebody, because now you can upload filters to TikTok. You can add your own. Some people have been able to. So, there was a attractiveness scale one that just randomly picks a number. I hate that. And I was like, all right, cool, let's do this. I know I'm gonna get a two. It's fine. And it gave me a nine, and I was like, oh, the handsomest boy Solomon! And uh, that, like, It was up for like 10 minutes and had like 11 likes and comments. And I'm like, what? What What do I have to do? I pour my my heart and soul out uh, doing poetry for you guys. Uh, Recent poem, How's the View from the Top, uh, which is a poem basically coming from the mindset of somebody that wants to reach the peaks of somebody that has, you know, hit it big. They've they've chased their dream and they caught it and they, you know. I'm sitting here looking up the mountain, wanting to be up there. But due to my own walls and my uh, insecurities, I will never make that climb. I'll never actually climb the ladder of success because I'm afraid of falling. (laughs) Hit record, no scene setting. Begin the blood letting, letting out all my bad blood. How's the veins feel? How's your name feel? How in vain will try for the prize? Unsure if it even is real. But how's the view from the top? Can you see past all your imperfections? Can you see through the sea of countless mentions? Through the smoke and misdirection. Miss, the camera loves you. Follow direction. Ignore all the tension. It's the painful beauty. View all others as contention. Now it doesn't matter your intention. You're the star now. A rising ascension. So how's the view from the top? Because I've been trying to find a ladder just to reach you been trying to find some rocks to climb to get a glimpse of you An elaborate pulley chain of wires and twain just to get my head in view. It is worth the neck strain. It is worth the back pain just to see you. Pedestals and pinnacles I will never reach. Oceans of love and I'm on the beach throwing bottle after bottle with notes washed away by end day. My arms tired and my body in disarray. Skin turned shades of red and peach. I want to be up there. Pull me up. I beseech you. How is the view from the top? Because I'll never see past these walls. I'll never see past the list of missed calls. I'll never truly climb because I'm afraid of heights and falls. So, how's the view from the top? I'm so, mad
0: that the, the the algorithm hasn't serviced me that content yet. Hold up, let me just... <laughs> yeah,
1: right. But, uh, yeah, so, like, I... I've, I, usually my poems do pretty okay, uh, but that that one did go off. And then it's just uh, like those are the things I want to pop off, not Area Fifty One. Like no, <laughs> you,
0: not not your. Don't waste your time on. <laughs>
1: You know what? I really enjoy that bit. That's, That's one of my favorite so bits. funny. I have so many in my drafts. There's like five or six of them sitting there that are just different songs that people were like, duet this and, and sing, a, sing a verse or whatever. And it's just me doing that every single time.
0: <laughs> so uh, I went to the wrong part of the song, though, because you always go for the, where are you? <laughs> uh, but God, so uh, I meant to open this with, I, I have a question from a listener for you. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you you see our, our buddy Scribbies in your in your comments or your likes or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. But he goes, "Hey bud, how you doing?" Um, <laughs> but so I get so frustrated with him because when it's like the the our table is broken or when <laughs> berries and cream went off, that was all he would send me was those <laughs> videos and. Uh, whenever I see one of your "Where Are You" videos, I send them to him, and he's like, "How is that better than my berries and cream?" Because like, it's because it's Michael. It is Michael Solomon. You get your your whole overengineered. Oh no, our table it's broken. No, I will send you my my very funny friend interjecting this song where it does not need to be.
1: Acoustic. <laughs> I think my favorite version of that that I've done was where it was tequila and it was it's just the whole build good up to fucking it.
0: Fucking bit. <laughs> it's such a, And especially on the da, 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 da. Where are you? <laughs> it's just,
1: uh it was I I've it was going to be that one or Rick rolling people and I I just I talked myself out of just randomly shoving Rick Astley into stuff. So okay, st- hold up,
0: hold up. So, can, can you just start doing that, please, for me? I mean, me?
1: yeah, I can do that. I can make that happen.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> you are a national treasure, Mike Solomon, and I'm so glad to call you my friend. Ugh. That uh, means a lot. <laughs> so, aw. But how did you and Zeke even go about starting something to pot about?
1: So... When it comes to starting something to pot about, I don't remember. Uh I know that it was I think we both loosely had the idea of doing something like this at the same time. And this was before the lockdown even actually started, because uh we, mm-hmm. you know, started um it was in December of twenty nineteen mm-hmm. and uh, you know, right before the end of the world, which then gave us so much fuel to talk about. Uh but I wanted I wanted to do a podcast just because I want to do a bunch of entertaining. I that's I am happiest when I have, you know, again, Bo Burnham. Look, I've made some content. Uh, Uh,
0: Same hat. Same hat.
1: Exactly. So I'm happiest when I can give somebody something that they can escape into for, you know, a bit of time so they don't have to worry about how they're going to pay their next bill. Or like me, where I've got no electricity in, in half of my house and I, I got a hole in my ceiling and I'm just like, well, I'll figure that out eventually. We'll um, make it happen. But but uh, so I remember us talking about it and we, we couldn't really come up with a name. We were trying to come up with something. Uh I believe I was the one that suggested uh, something to pot about and I suggested it. Not thinking it was going to stick, but also thinking, hey, you know what? If we do do this, this leaves the room to take out the word pod and whatever we're doing, just plug in something else. It's a very good branding mechanism, hence why for a bit we tried to do uh, something to game about where we yeah. were doing some Let's Plays and it just we don't have the time Uh He is a happily married, busy man, and I am the exact opposite in all of those fronts. So uh, unhappily
0: married, or just (laughs) unhappy,
1: unhappy, unmarried. unmarried. Got the guy part right. That one's uh, that one tracks. But uh, (laughs) uh, yeah, so I think we just kind of both wanted to make something that it. I (laughs) not to be a downer about it, but. To make something that will outlive me is is always part of why I create stuff, uh, because as terrible as it sounds, I mean, we none of us know when our last day on this rock is going to be. But I've been scarily close to forcing the exit open. And
0: hey, hey Mike, Mike, yeah. if you die before me, I will kill you.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, now we well, Now we right now currently have to outlive Mitch McConnell. That's like the, the, that, the that thing.
0: Here I am digging through the, the trash that is Stippa trying to find lore.
1: <laughs> oh no, hey, it's totally fine. Uh I mean I'm not calling I, your show
0: trash. I'm I'm calling I mean, myself a possum. I would.
1: Uh, I both, mean, both can be accurate.
0: <laughs> both can be accurate. Your show is trash, and I am a possum feasting upon the garbage.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, uh I mentioned it to him uh before. I don't know if he'll actually do it, but you should bully him a little bit, see if he'll come on and, and do an episode of this. I, I I think it would be good for him, but I don't know if he'll do it.
0: Dude, I'm very intrigued. So I know that a lot of this is like geared toward the idea of like, oh, yeah, it's creative brain people doing creative brain thing. But I'm absolutely fascinated by the STEM field. Uh, JT does a little bit of it. Um, he, he builds locomotive engines for a living. I don't know if That's I told you that. pretty cool. But yeah, he, he builds trains. I like trains. <laughs> well, yes, you do. Um, But, so, so that's what he does for a living now. And I do not understand any of it, but it is still absolutely fascinating to me. It's, again, that more mechanical brain versus the the very, like, hi, I am very bright brain, very, like, creative, abstract concept sort of stuff. Whereas that's more, like, the field of application. And that both intimidates and absolutely fascinates me, because it's not the way my brain is wired to process shit, and yep. so, like, I, if Zeke would be down, I gotta... I, I might bully him about that, now that you Yeah, that, I, I,
1: I genuinely think he should. Uh, it, it, It's actually... The, that bear right there is what makes me and Zeke mesh so well as friends and also, you know, podcast partners. Because, mm-hmm. you, you know, it, I know I made a, a comment earlier about how uh, easy it is to podcast, but... Uh, if you're doing it with multiple people, you got to find the right, like, jive. And sometimes, like, it just doesn't click that way. Sometimes people aren't good on microphones. Again, early episodes of STPA really show how stiff Zeke was. And it's literally his left brain being in full control. And, uh, I'm always right brain. (laughs) So... It, like, it it really comes down to, like, that actually worked out later once he realized, oh, no, we're just talking. We don't have to take this serious. (laughs) Um,
0: It's not, like, a a structured algorithmic thing. So, here's my question for you, Michael Solomon. What did you want to be when you grew up?
1: Uh, depends on what time you ask me. If you asked young me, I said alive. And, uh, that was... (laughs) Holy uh, shit! That was worth a trip to a counselor, so that was fun. Um, but, uh... The other answers I've given were, um, I wanted to be some sort of entertainer. Wrestler is usually a big go-to one. Um, so I've always wanted to just make something. Hence why eventually I gravitated towards cooking and culinary. And I yeah. was go. I got accepted to um, the Pittsburgh branch of Le Cordon Bleu, uh, which was, you know, <laughs> that's not a small accomplishment. Like that's no. that's 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 I did my work, uh, but it was going to cost me $48,000 for one year of schooling. And, uh, I worked at it. I found a job that I could walk to, uh, from my house, which when I say walk, it was, um, about a two hour walk. Um, it was, it was like eight or nine miles, something like that. Uh, I would walk there, do an overnight shift as a baker at a Panera (laughs) and then walk home. And then the plan was I would then catch a bus and go to school uh, and make that work somehow, because you just grind till you die when you're, you know, coming out of high school. And uh, so I got things, got the paperwork done, uh, everything squared away, but I told them I didn't want to uh, actually start until I got a bus pass. Once I had an official bus pass, then I was good Uh, just to make sure I could make it, you know, to, like my classes. Yeah, uh, cause I was gonna, thing. cause, uh, I was, it was, I, this, at this time I lived a County over, I wasn't actually by Pittsburgh. I was an hour drive out of Pittsburgh. So I was going to have to ride public transit all the way there and then all the way back from there and then you know, go to work. But anyway, um, so the process goes through, uh, the, uh, my actual, um, student advisor, I was like, yeah, that's fine. You know, uh, was, he's like, you will have to fill out all the paperwork again. I was like, oh, I went through once. It'll go through again. No big deal. I'll just fill it all out again. He's like, yeah, no, that's fine. Good. Good on you. Uh, so two days into the semester, I get a call from the dean of the school who goes, um, Mr. Solomon, we are two days into the school year and we uh, have not heard from you. Is there um, a reason you are not showing up to Le Cordon Bleu? I was like, well, yeah, uh, so me and my student advisor talked and they said that uh, once I got my bus pass situation figured out, uh, then I could just reapply and I would just go the next semester all fine and good. And he goes, Mr. Solomon, were you aware that we could have lumped a bus pass into your student loans? And I went, "Uh, no, no one ever told me that. I was very upfront about what I needed. Mr. Solomon, it sounds like you are trying to postpone your future. You might not be the kind of student we want here at Le Cordon Bleu. And I went, well, then you are not the kind of school I want to pay my money to. So that's okay. Thank you for your time. And then I hung up. And then the next year, they lost their Le Cordon Bleu uh, license and were no longer uh, under that name. So kind of dodged a bullet. (laughs) Um but yeah so oh, i didn't shit. it's good though because i didn't want to be a chef uh it was just something i was good at and i was like well you're supposed to do what you're good at for a job to make money i guess Goodness. but like but like i really enjoy cooking i love food uh, there's a reason i'm as big as i am it's because i like to eat and hey, man. Um, but if i didn't uh, have
0: a thyroid pr- thyroid issue of some kind i would probably <laughs> be right in that same boat
1: But uh, but yeah, so I ended up not going to culinary school, but again, for the best, because they work insane hours, I would not be able to keep up.
0: No, I've got a couple friends who work in the culinary field, and it was something that I had considered for a minute as well, but, like, that takes some drive. See, any sort of, like, post-secondary education takes fucking gumption, my guy, and, like, with my, again, aforementioned executive dysfunction problems, like... Mm -hmm. I So, when I graduated high school, I was like, I'm gonna be an English teacher because that's what my mom does. And, uh, like, I, I do genuinely enjoy, like, literature and that sort of shit. But there was something about, like, the education major courses that my brain just could not fucking hack. And so, like, after a semester of them and being very bad at them, I ended up just dropping out of school because I could not make it function. So, I have, like a great deal of respect for our educators, but also I'm like, not fucking for me, my guy. Um, so...
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I understand that too, though, because, like, yeah. there's... The oh. whole... I'm, I'm not cut out for any of that sort of life. Like, I'm, no. I'm not. I mean, I, I, I joke about it with uh, Zeke all the time. Zeke is uh, working on a Mass Effect tabletop game. You know, think D&D, but in the Mass yeah, Effect yeah, yeah. universe. We've,
0: we've talked about this, yeah.
1: Yeah, he's been building it from the ground up, making the entire system. He's gone through, like, three different systems. He punches all the numbers. He's throwing stats at me. I have no idea what this nerd is talking about. But I'm so happy that he's so passionate about it. And I have mad yeah. respect for it. But I could never. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, Again, there's something about like the, the world building thing. JT is also working on some sort of like fantasy novel that's been living in his head since high school. Like since before he met me, which has been a while now because we started dating when I was 15. And I'm now I'm going to be 20, 28. I cannot fucking do math. 1994 out of 2022, 20, whatever, 20, yeah, that's 28. Um, 13 years, over 13 years, he's been working on this project and he has so much world building and lore in his head and just, I again, I have tried to do my own fiction projects, never to the scale. He, he's got entire like drafted Wikipedia pages of like spaceship vessels that exist within his world and nowhere else. And I'm just like, that attention to detail Especially in, like, it, it's just very inspiring to me. I don't know.
1: No, I... Because, I again, have,
0: my brain could never...
1: Yeah, but, I have like, major respect for that. I, I did a lot of work. Uh, I, I originally thought about making a book series. It's also had, like, eight other different iterations. But I made um, uh, a character called Reverb. And uh, it was yes. a whole superhero thing. And, uh, man, I wish... So I, I did books for uh, National Novel Writing Month uh and they that computer died like the whole motherboard is i'm still ripped. upset
0: about that because when and, we were talking about nano when nano was happening you were telling me about this and i'm like i need to read this right now immediately
1: yeah i i'm it's one of the things that bums me out the most a character completely inspired uh by a fallout boy lyric um that i i remember i'm sorry walking. what lyric
0: right now immediately please oh um
1: it's uh god what, what song is that one um
0: Hi, this is the kid that went to hell, Omega. I know you, I know Fall Out Boy yeah, lyrics. I need to know which yeah, lyrics so, inspired the fucking... Um,
1: the song, I, I don't remember the name of the song and it's going to drive me nuts because I can't think of the name of it. But um, it, bars, gets, it gets it gets to the chorus and it's just, Whoa, want to hate you half as much as I hate myself. Don't you know I could crush you with my voice? And um, I really like that one. It's older, uh, mm. Fall Out Boy. That's and it's not- going to...
0: Oh my gosh, my brain like makes the fucking whatever album panics nine in the afternoon is off of <laughs> and I'm like that is not I'm going to remember it, it, it be, after we stop recording it and I might gonna be
1: just I feel like it's off of uh, it might be off of uh, Fall Out Boy's evening out with your girlfriend. It might be okay. off that album because it's one of the earlier ones. Yeah, that tracks. I'm going to do See, and I'm it. not
0: as familiar with the earlier ones cuz yeah, Boys in American Beauty, American Psycho, Mania, like
1: Oh, I do
0: a <laughs> little bit, but
1: Uh so the name of that song that I uh, that I'm referencing came out in 2000 th- uh, the album came out in 2003. So song... my little brother. Uh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like uh, n- out of the womb, not out of the closet, but <laughs>
1: Um so so uh the album uh was I'm sorry, the album was uh Take This to Your Grave. Yes, okay. It was the pros and cons of breathing, is the name of the song. Um, That was the the era of Fall Out Boy making song titles that are absolutely unnecessary, uh, that have nothing to do with what the song is about, like at all.
0: That That, again, it's artistry, it's craftsmanship.
1: I mean, I'll always enjoy song titles such as uh, "I'm like a lawyer in the way I'm trying to get uh, get you off me and you," uh, is like the name of the. (laughs) <laughs> the name of it very good. Uh I wrote a song in high school. I I don't have it or any of the lyrics anymore, but it was called I wrote I wrote a song with a really long name because I'm inspired by bands like Fall Out Boy and Panic at the Disco and it's not working out. <laughs> that was the full title the of, the name song. of the song. I adore <laughs> and I, that. And I was very proud of that.
0: <laughs> oh, I would be too. That's genius.
1: Uh, but yeah, so Reverb was based off of that. It was a character by the uh he was just a his power was uh, the ability to manipulate sound, and he wanted to be this. He's a good guy. He just wants to be the hero and wants to be part of like this universe's like Justice League, if you will. Yeah. Uh, but he doesn't have any of the powers that you would need to be something like that. He doesn't have you know um, uh, flight or you know super strength or super speed or uh, invulnerability or anything like that. He the dude gets shot. He dead. Like that's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's it for, it's, it's for your just boy. that
0: he can mess with your sound um, waves. He's done don't got shit else.
1: Yeah, so um he the the whole idea was that he was going to try and get into this group. So he meets a couple other characters along the way, one of which was uh a girl by the name of Sketch, who can draw things into reality. And there was uh Void, who was Zeke's character, who basically can think with portals, and then you know the oh, character of guys. Void came into Incredibles 2 and now I feel like we're a copycat somehow even though we were years before Incredibles 2 but um uh, Brad
0: Bird read your mind and was like fuck it I'm stealing this that's
1: what happened um, but all oh, there was so much in the whole big plot point that it was gonna end on was uh, you find out that the heroes they'd lock up their villains and then they would be the ones that orchestrate the breakout to break wow. them back out because if they don't have villains to fight, people won't care about them and won't look up to them and need them. So they're basically making their own problems to solve.
0: Mike, Mike, I just rewatched Mind literally yesterday and that's like the inverse. Oh yeah, he kills the hero and now he has to make a new hero in order to have purpose in his life.
1: So I've never actually watched Megamind. Mind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mike Solomon, you have to watch Megamind. It's an I mean, underrated masterpiece of our I've, time. I've
1: never actually heard anything bad about it, so yeah, I'll probably give it a one shot.
0: It's floated under your radar. That's fair.
1: Yep, I, I'm very bad at watching things. It is. It is a known fact.
0: <laughs> My watch list is eight miles long, and at this point, eight mile is still on it. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was a good bit.
0: That wasn't even <laughs> intentional. I just said the the number eight miles, and I was like, wait, fuck! I never watched that Eminem movie. <laughs> I could continue talking to you for hours, and I probably will for at least a little bit off mic here. But uh, here's uh, your chance to plug your shit and any cool stuff you're doing, Mike. Uh, Where can people find you online if they want to engage with whatever the fuck our content is?
1: Right, yeah, so if you uh, have enjoyed anything I've said or, uh, you know... Maybe you just want to bully me online. You can find me under the name Solomon Suplex, (laughs) right? Uh, You can find me under the name Solomon Suplex uh, pretty much anywhere. Uh, I am most active on TikTok and Twitch, where I stream a variety of different games, Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern. And then there's usually a weekend stream in there. Uh, Games wise, uh, we're still trying to beat Dark Souls 3, but in the future we are going to be playing uh, Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. As well as uh, the Dengan Rompa series, so oh, some good shit. stuff. I'm looking forward to. Uh, I, I. So I do know that when it comes to FNAF, everybody is like, Ah, yes, uh, glam rock, Freddy, Dad. Okay, cool, Dad energy. My dad is Bonnie that just left, walked out, and never came back into the game. That's <laughs> the- <laughs> so. Hey, that's the energy I'm bringing I'm not to the table. Spoil and that's a security
0: <laughs> breach for you, but hey, Mike. <laughs>
1: That's The energy I'm bringing to the table, you can find me anywhere under the name Solomon Suplex. Oh my god, I can seed the rest of my time. <laughs>
0: oh, you're gonna see, okay, you're not gonna plug Stippa at all?
1: No, okay. no one should listen to something to pot about. Uh, if you hear of a man by the name of Stop Zeke, please stop him. He's a war criminal, he says words like glucake and, and Yeah, you can find us under the name uh, of uh, something to pod about over on the uh, wonderful network known as Common Unity Media, the beautiful cum network. Uh, Yeah, something to pod about. And hopefully, maybe other side stuff in the future.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll figure out what's what's going down when stuff is going down. Uh, Mike, I I very much, again, how many times can I say that I'm glad that you're my friend in the course of a single podcast, but like... I'm, I'm glad you're
1: my friend I'm glad that you cherish our friendship it, it's, I do It's, it, it's comforting <laughs>
0: oh, oh bud, bud. Oh. Listen
1: you, No one out there listening to this can tell me They haven't at least once in their life Sat down and been like "Huh, Maybe I'm just an anchor around all of my friends And I am dragging them down And then you like, you know, doom spiral for an hour Then you have a cup of hot cocoa and you're good like it's it's... y'all
0: cannot see my like stressed hair poof like (laughs) ah yikes relatable i didn't okay i mike my my darling my my beloved friend uh this has been an absolute delight to have you on tell me but uh uh, this has been going way longer than i meant for it to so i'm gonna wrap it up here again if you have enjoyed listening to this nonsense you can catch us again in two weeks here on tell me mike thank you again for being here Thank you for being a part of the Common Unity Network in general. Uh, again, I'm, I'm delighted to have made a friend in you through all of our various shenanigans. So, uh, again, you can check out the Common Unity Patreon at commonunity.media. That's C-O-M-M-O-N-U-N-I-T-Y dot media. And uh, if you check out the other shows there, we've got Mike's show, Something to Pod About. We've got uh, award-nominated Glass Letters, which is an audio drama about uh, loneliness and messages in bottles. Uh, we've got Roll for Chaos, which has been in a hiatus for a hot minute, but uh, especially when we're talking about Five Nights at Freddy's security breach, like, uh, my arc with Teeks feels a little more... Explore that. Uh, there's more over there, I'm sure you'll like it. If not, you can yell at me about it on Twitter. I am uh, at Moth Spain. A little extra thank you to my buddy Foster Nicole for the use of her song, I Like Your Brain, as the theme song. You can find the full track of that over on Spotify and Apple Music, and give the rest of her songs a listen too because she makes some great stuff. Again, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you in the next episode. Bye. (laughs) this show is brought to you by common unity media fun people fun podcasts fan funded find more great shows at our website commonunity.media thank you so much for listening